And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a comedian you can catch once a month at the Copper Still, and every other night at the Truckee's Silvery Rills. It's David Huntsberger, and she's a comedian who has a new podcast called Cut Off Jeans, which I haven't listened to yet, but is all about interrupting people named Gene or something. It's Renee Colvert. Chef Jeff is here to make his special savory pudding, ladies. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little sunflower buttercups. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. Uh, I don't know if that exists. That carb was sent in by Cameron Harry via Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. where you go for all that fun stuff. Uh, I know that sunflower butter is a thing, and that that's like what kids have to take to school because of peanut allergies. So I'm wondering oh. if sunflower butter cups truly exist. I bet they do. It sounds delicious. I've never had sunflower butter. I think I would be into it made from sunflower seeds because Renee looks confused. Yeah, no, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> if I'd be into it too or if I'd be mad at it. I, here's, I guess I maybe this. I think people are mad at it often. Am I surrounding it with milk chocolate or like carob? Mm, oh, yeah. Dark, like dark across chocolate. the board. I would only healthy? accept milk chocolate. Thank you. Okay. I <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listen, David Huntsberger. First of all, welcome back. It's wonderful to see you. Your hair Thank has you. Nice to be become even thicker and more luscious <laughs> since we've last seen you. I cut it all off and it hopped off the floor back onto my head. <laughs> it won't it go. said, you didn't want to do this. Yeah. That's it's if, clinging. Yeah, yeah. Desperately. <laughs> But that's how you know that your hair loves you. If you set it free, <laughs> then yeah. it comes back. That's beautiful. Um, it's good to see you. Yeah, good to see you so guys too. So you are casting aspersions on my milk chocolate feelings. I mean, the no water thing is, can get your head around that. But mm-hmm. now it's not dark chocolate, it's milk chocolate. I much prefer milk chocolate. This isn't a, this is a, this is an ongoing thing with this woman. And other because women, I know. Correct. Oh, yeah. Thank Would, you. Oh, okay, walk me through. Defend dark chocolate if you can. I, it needs not be defended. <laughs> it's chocolate. It's the true one and good Hang and on. only chocolate. Hang yes. on. Cranking this, a bunch of milk. What, what are you doing there? Feels Soiling like a natural product of the earth. Wait, hold it because all right, this all right. is. Yes, please. No, please. Or bitch, please. Or whatever. <laughs> Remember? I forget what we call Your it. Signature but- bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So People are begging for it. I'm gonna, yeah. Let's put a pin in this. And let me say hello to everyone. And then we just... Maybe we'll get right to it. Maybe we won't. Anything could happen. Renee, hello. hello. And welcome to the show. Thank you for having me back. Uh, Daniel's intro. It's a little bit above and beyond today. <laughs> I laughed and smiled at each one. <laughs> Great yeah, work. A little no. behind the scenes. That was my third or fourth try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you thought okay. I was going to guess because the first try when you said truck and then it cut off like at trucks and yes. I was running through like, usually you pick out things that yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, we did talk about that the last time. Yeah. And I was like, I this was running something. through truck thing, <laughs> but trucky, that's, that's a deep cut. It was a deep cut. I know. Um, and it's also not, um, the name of that river is not one that I hear very often. Yeah. So it didn't feel right. Trucky. Right. You know, that that's not the name of a river. So Which I kept is, stumbling to me, over it. 
everything trucky meadows this the tr- right. everything's trucky based in that in Reno. it's a real trucky based state yeah yeah so huh. yeah two different worlds man do you have to go back and research for the intro or it's just all up there <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well uh, usually i will um look over the previous show notes oh, okay. and see if anything jogs my memory if I don't think, if I sometimes I'll th- I'll know like oh we talked about that and and then sometimes it's like <laughs> oh man it's weird I have a weird like um as soon as the show's over kind of it's all yep, out of my mind same mm-hmm. yeah so um I I'll have to go back oh yeah Allison will write up her show notes and and Jeff keeps notes and I'll look at those yeah up. I would say half the time I'm like I don't remember that yeah no. but that but the the Truckee Silvery Rills is from the the, oh, the yeah. song and oh, I was Nevada yeah. I did Which not I, know that you didn't I didn't. No, I I was not familiar with that specifically. But I've sales. Oh my god, you can hear it. Out where the trucky silvery rills. Oh, out where the sun always shines. Shine, shine, shine. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There you go. <laughs> Stop where the cowboys shop. The D bar M. The brand name. David, harmonize with yourself. Get in there. Oh, I should, yeah. <laughs> I think I screwed that one up that it's the brand name in Western stores. Oh my god. And I said the brand name Western. You need wear. to cut Apologies. like a you need to cut like a Western album like Sons of the Pioneers, <laughs> you know. But just yeah, David no. Huntsberger just singing songs out by the campfire. <laughs> that would be, I would totally buy that purchase. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. and unknown songs, just make them up. <laughs> yeah, make them up or just really deep cuts. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the deepest up. would be ones that he makes up. That's that would be true. the deepest yeah. cut. Hello, bit. Daniel, and welcome Hi. to the show. Thank you so much. Like I had a choice. <laughs> I have two bits of personal news with that involves you and me to share. Well, this and, is Allison's show. And you don't know what the second <laughs> oh, one is going to be. I don't know what the first one is. Hello, Jeff. <laughs> you do. Hi, Allison. Uh, what do you have to say about the show today? <laughs> Can you translate that from baby talk into people talk? <laughs> <laughs> baby robot talk. Now all he says is Mimo. Mimo, not all, but he's very like. There's a lot of Mimo, Mimo. He was Mimo, me, and then like. There's been something where for weeks now I've been like. It almost sounds like he's saying Miami. It's like and then Miyamo, <laughs> and I'm wondering if he's saying Miyamo. Oh yeah, Amia, 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 Amia. But he'll might just be making sense. But he was in the kitchen, reaching up into the cabinet, going nay no, nay no, nay no. And I kept he wants Drano. (laughs) Give the boy Drano. He's out. I'm done. And then I kept showing him like, is this what you want? No, no. Because he's saying no now too. No. And then I go, no, no. And he says, oh no, as well. Oh no. Oh Oh, no. Oh no. But um, yeah, yeah, it's he's pretty cute. And then uh, so then we have these like freeze dried pears, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I show that, and that's what he wanted. And so now I just call those nanos. Great, but like I do too. <laughs> now he's gonna be, you know, when he's thirty, he's gonna be like, "What do you call those?" And those are like, "These are pairs." He's like, no, those are nanos. <laughs> yeah, you think we should you wait know? till he's thirty to tell him? Never I just feel like when okay. is the opportunity gonna come up to set him <laughs> right. right on it? You know, <laughs> it's, yeah. So <laughs> that's true. So um, we saw a lot of David Huntsberger over the weekend. Not mm-hmm. the actual, but the um, the celluloid. I will explain. Allow me to explain. <laughs> recorded Please on digital. Oh. So on my Monday episode, I had Stephanie Allen, who oh, yeah. is Tignataro's wife. Mm-hmm. And in preparation, I rewatched most of... Tig. Yes, the documentary. Ah, and there's yeah. plenty... 
What of I, David Huntsberger smattered in and out because really? they show some. Oh, have you not seen it? I haven't seen it yet. If oh, I you should some, see it. They okay. show a lot of Professor Blastoff. They show you guys like running. Oh, you have the shirtless. Hill yeah, the, yeah, the Skywalker Ranch. That they said on the Netflix description that it's about a comedian who got you know cancer and all that. But if I were to write the summary, it would have been uh, it was about a comedian on a podcast who didn't get much screen time, but really should have. <laughs> and you know, I will yeah. admit, I heard there were there were a lot of scenes of the recording of the podcast and There's I would like hear your show. voice, but then it would almost like, do you remember when the cameras were there? It was almost like mm-hmm. the cameras were over your shoulder. So yeah. you didn't see you, but you heard you talking. Yeah. Also, you had a lot of short hair at that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hard to um, recognize you. Yeah, probably, probably there's somewhere a collection of all the blast off photos. I feel like I look different in all of them. <laughs> Constantly uh, letting the hair grow a little bit, then chopping it all off. Yeah. And I do remember the cameras being there, though. It was a, it was, yeah, I was going to say, what was that like? Um, I, I feel like it was close enough to when like the docu-series thing was still coming out where everyone was having conversations like, how do people just pretend to be normal when that's happening? And I never got the hang of it. I was just yeah. always very aware of like, yeah. you just look at everything that anyone else is saying. Like, mm-hmm. are, they, are they changing their style because the cameras are here? Right. Mm-hmm. So it was impossible not to think that a little bit. And then you do kind of get used to it. But yeah, and it just, it took away like what podcasting is in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be like, even though you're broadcasting out there, it's very intimate sort of conversation and knowing, which is weird. The microphone should have the same effect, but a camera's just very different. You feel like someone's there that you you're aware of their it. eyeball, their yeah. presence a little more. That's yeah. interesting. If it had been a v- video, I, this is a very self-interested question. I will explain why. If it had been cameras recording it to make a video podcast as a po- as opposed to a documentary, do you think it would have had that effect? And I ask because when we get into the new house, I want to. We're, bu- we're building out we're, a studio. Yeah, and most likely want to put cameras. Well, those are different because we, we did that for the 100th episode, and that was kind of fun. They decked out like the studio and stuff. And I think there was someone with a camera, but mostly I think it was static cameras. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, that's, if you just have cameras up on the wall or something. I don't think anyone notices those. It's not some dude holding Yeah, a I think it's the person behind the camera. It's like, right. oh, I'm literally being watched by a person. Yeah. yeah. The camera, for some reason, is easy to forgive. Mm-hmm. And was that before or after you had done Last Comic Standing? Oh, after. Yeah, I did Last Comic Standing in like 2006. Because you had that same experience with with that right (laughs) i don't like being on camera for whatever reason (laughs) i remember the producer having to come find me because you just see all the comedians like chit-chatting and doing this fake thing where i was like i hate this and like trying to get screen time me i don't know if i've told this story on this podcast before but a friend of mine on the monday show so tell it again though because it's a long time ago this is one of my favorites um (laughs) we we were going there uh flying there and stopped at this place called the salt lick and um I ordered, and then I remembered they didn't have very good potato salad. So <laughs> I, this all ties into the cameras. I then was I I asked the person that I ordered from like, hey, can I switch that to B? And she goes, sorry, the order's already done. You can go to the end if you want. I go to the end. I'm like, hey, I I ordered potato salad. Can I? And no one spoke English, and I didn't really feel like going through Spanish. Sure. I was like, ah, whatever. So I go meet my friends, two other Austin people that were going to be on the show. I tell them that story, and they both just look at me like. It's the worst story I've ever heard. 
And then my friend Doug goes, you should tell that on the show, like when we're at Lost Comic Standing. So we'd be standing around just having a normal conversation, and then a boom mic would drop in, and you'd see all these New York comics go, oh, did I ever tell you guys about my cousin? Oh, it's crazy. And then they'd go into a bit, and we'd all just sit there and like, man, fuck this guy. Yeah. And so we started doing this thing where the boom mic would come in, my friend Doug would go, oh, Dave's got a great story about lunch. <laughs> so I would just the way I just told it was yeah. thirty seconds of intolerable banality. Yeah. I would stretch, stretch it, it to five minutes long. <laughs> so pretty soon the boom mic would come in, and then I'd go, "Man, have you guys ever had the salt lick?" And it would just disappear, like, just go away. The sound guy couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> just, like, ah, they're doing this again. And we only told the comedians that we th- we're like, "Ah, I like this guy. Let's let him in on our thing." And so pretty soon there was kind of a group of people when the camera would show up. They go, "So you had a story about?" <laughs> Oh, man. So we're like down to the end and uh, we're in these two tents where they have all the comedians and they're like doing these dramatic cutaways and the next person. And they kept scanning the room for dramatic shots. And I was sitting there with my mouth open and my fingernails in my mouth. Like, <laughs> so they'd get to me and go, cut, Dave, come on, man. <laughs> Just look normal. Okay. And then I'd do it again. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> She made me laugh really hard, but they were dealing with comedians. Yeah, yeah. what the heck what do you, you expect? expect? Yeah. But then all the comedians are acting exactly as they're told to be, which I just have a problem with that yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. So finally, it gets to the end, and this one camera dude's just like holding his giant heavy camera against his side and looks so tired. And I go, man, you've got to be exhausted. They've had you running to the stage and back here, and he goes, dude, it's been a long day. But uh, when I get home, probably just like relax, have a glass of wine, and then probably crack open some potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, sweet, we made the crew. Like, they at least kind of liked us. Uh, who were the Who were the comedians on your season? Uh, so Nikki Glazer was there. Josh Blue won it that year. Oh yeah, Tig. That's how she and I uh, met. Doug Mellard, uh, Brendan Walsh, and it's a number so, of others. There it's so funny. I remember when the show started watching it, thinking, "Who are all these people?" And thinking, oh, "Some of these guys are pretty funny." Uh-huh. And now to think, it feels like an all-star cast yeah. of comedians, you know? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I just didn't know enough comedians or something, or it was just... I think well, it's just they were less known then. They're just, good, yeah, good at yeah. spotting young talent. You could, yeah, I mean, you look, like, I see, like, Kumau, W. Kumau Bell is, has a uh. Netflix special coming out and has, like, had a show, and he and I were on the same episode of Premium Blend. So you, like, have <laughs> these weird little things where you're like, oh, we're kind of inextricably linked as we go right. through this thing together, little little things like that are kind of fun. Yeah. Amy Schumer and I were both on Red Eye, and I suspect she feels that way about me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Certainly. like we're sort of doing different things, but our careers have risen in a, in a parallel fashion. <laughs> pretty, pretty equivalent. Um, you know, I hope she feels that I have stayed true to myself. Yeah, just like I feel she has. It keeps her up nights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. You know, it's a grounding though. <laughs> and I need and I need that because like when you're in the stratosphere, it's yeah. you just call up old Ames and yeah. say, yeah. "Hey, hey, girl!" Right, and then I'm instantly drawn back. I remind, I remember yeah. like who I am and what matters <laughs> to me, and it's just hard because like I don't know anymore mm-hmm. when people are. Pr- it's just yeah. Are they I don't being real? Sound a hoity-toity, but it's yeah. like. I get it. There's things I can do for you. Well, with and you, so, it's always like, it's like, are they really my friend or they just want a piece of my fame? Right. right. Yeah. It's hard. I get it. I get it's it. hard. 
Support for Allison Rosen is your new best friend comes from Nutrafol, a new safe and effective strategy to take control of your hair health. Made with 100% drug-free nutraceutical ingredients clinically shown to improve thinning hair. It's also recommended by over 850 top physicians and some of the top salons in the country. It's not a magic pill, just a great strategy to grow hair from within by nourishing the environment that makes hair happy, like a plant. You can feed it and water it, but if the soil isn't healthy, then it can't thrive. Nutrafol is 100% drug-free. Nutrafol is a nutraceutical made of clinically tested medical-grade botanical ingredients. Nutrafol is available in two distinct formulas for men and women to suit your specific metabolic needs. Go to Nutrafol.com to learn more. Um, and so what I learned by going to Nutrafol.com is that with men, hair loss is often genetic, like strictly genetic, but with women, it can be genetic, but, and also related to stress and hormones and cycles and all the other, all those things. Uh, to get your first month supply with subscription for $10, visit Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. And use promo code best friend during checkout. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code best friend. Okay. I just so, thought of a great cross marketing promotional song they could use. Uh-oh. Oh. You're Nutrafol, and that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that bald. I don't need a toupee. I don't you could like fold yeah, that good. song in the Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Because I, I have so many things to say. I have my two bits of personal news, one of which Daniel doesn't know. Well, I thought the news was that we watched David in the. Oh, yeah. There was that. That was Juicy News 1. Yeah, that was that, that. Oh, sorry. I've got another one just popped into my head. Okay. I, I watched... Okay, I'll just jump into this. I watched a bit of... I saw a clip. I think it was when I was watching Killing Eve and it popped up as a promo. There was a clip of Aisha Tyler's show, Unapologetic, which is a companion show to the AMC show Dietland, mm-hmm. which I started watching today. Companion it, show meaning they talk about it? That's my understanding that of it. Okay. I've only seen this one clip. I don't really know what it's about yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what Dietland's about, although I have an idea, and I really don't know what Unapologetic is about. But I believe it's a companion show in the same way that like Talking Dead went with Walking Dead and that kind of stuff. So it's Juliana Margulies who is on the show. Gloria Allred. I think it's Margulies. Yeah, it's close. She'll answer to anything. She's yeah. easy. <laughs> I'm not sure ghoul is in there. But <laughs> Wait, how, how do you say it? Medazolam? Margulies. Margulies? Margulies. Okay, so it's Juliana Margulies, Gloria Allred, and Yvette Nicole Brown, who I think might be yeah. in the show as well. I don't know. And I believe... Okay, again, I only saw this once. I tried to find... I'm like, I have to watch this again because it was too good to not talk about. But then I couldn't find it. So it was too good to not talk about, but I'm going to mess it up. It was something like this. There's like a... I feel like one of the segments is like, what's something that you won't apologize for? Something Mm. that you... And I think it might have even been like, what's something you do for yourself that you won't apologize for? So Juliana Margulies is like... Watch me be wrong, by the way. (laughs) Well, she'll write in. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. She's not going to apologize for getting a mas- for how often she gets massages because she works hard and it makes her feel better. Right. She goes first. It sounds like her. Gloria Allred is not going to apologize for de- defending the rights of women oh, everywhere. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> On brand. And then On if, brand. And then <laughs> yes. if that Nicole Brown's thing was something like she's not 
I'm making this up now, but it was something like in the realm of she's not going to apologize for telling young women that they don't have to make themselves small and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking if I was Juliana Margulies, I would be so pissed. I know. Like, I, yeah. we, you guys, we've got to get on the same page about this. <laughs> right, right. I'm not going to apologize for spending my weekends helping homeless children. Right. And yeah. <laughs> we talked about this. Your ice cream, you're sleeping in. What yeah. happened? Yeah, you're biting your nails. <laughs> yeah. I run a nonprofit that really tries to scrape profits from massage parlors and divert them to underprivileged right, children. Right, right. That I will not apologize for. Right. I will not apologize for slamming my car into my neighbor's car and then not leaving a note. <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing. Okay, so the personal news. Um, as of right now, I am pregnant. Whoa! Mm-hmm. You wait till this to tell me. <laughs> you knew this. My documentary work came in ahead of this. <laughs> It did, I know. though. It did. Yeah. What, it, so that I handled myself. What is your ideal um, reaction from people? That I thought you, you were going to say name oh. that you were going to... Sure. Well, it's Renee. We know that. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. <laughs> um, you can have whatever reaction you want. I The reason I... I think the reason... Any reaction? <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> people on the planet. More litter. Oh, jeez. More traffic. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that reaction, but... That's fine. Um, I think the reason maybe that I, I put it... Again, I wasn't expecting that either, but hey, you guys are free That's to react you. how you want. Um, I I feel mixed about announcing it this early because... I feel mixed about announcing it this early. I feel uncomfortable. Yes. But I do feel like if things... I, I feel like it's so odd that we don't talk more about um, the things that can happen during a pregnancy yeah. that mm-hmm. bum everyone out so much, but it's a body's biological reaction protecting you and while mm-hmm. it's sad, I I don't I feel like we should talk about it more. And be I able agree. to like in yep. social settings be like, oh, that's such a bummer that happened to a friend I, of mine because yeah. it has happened to virtually everyone I know. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't feel but I don't feel weird about talking about the process. I feel weird about counting my embryos before they hatch, so to speak. Like mm-hmm. it's like it just feels so early and right. So th- when you could... guys hear this, I will be five weeks. And mm-hmm. usually women don't announce it until after the first trimester because it the chance just... of miscarriage is so high. Yes. Yeah. The reason I am saying it. Um, is because I mentioned on the show that I'd done an embryo transfer, so people are starting to wonder. Right. In, but in like a very polite way. And I know it's none of my business, but, you know, just sure. wondering. And also because I knew from... It hadn't been confirmed by a blood test on the Monday on the last show, right. but I knew because I had done home tests and I didn't mention it and I felt like I was like n- not... Like I, it, I felt... Like I was hiding something and I just don't like that feeling. And also because since I have talked, since I have included everyone in the process, I know that if I do miscarry, that's something that I would end up wanting to talk about anyway. Um, Yeah. But I feel, I do feel more like conflicted about talking about it this time than I did with, with Elliot. For me, it's just more like emotionally. I'm not um, believing that you're pregnant yet fully. And that's that's the magical thinking part. That's the like, oh, Deshaun Jackson just uh, scored a touchdown. Yay! Oh, he dropped the ball on the one-yard line and didn't score the touchdown. There's a penalty. You know, and that, that happens so often as a sport. You know what I'm talking about, sweetheart. I actually <laughs> thought I... I thought yeah. I... I thought you were going to say, like, oh, 
Deshaun Jackson scored a touchdown, it's because I'm wearing my magical underpants or no, whatever. No, it's, it's, it's that like, like you get I, excited about a touchdown or something, but, and then you, you start celebrating, and then there's a penalty, it gets called back. And so as a sports fan, you feel like, it's because I celebrated too yeah, early. Yeah. Yeah. I got too excited right. too soon. Mm. I should have taken a second, <laughs> you know? And that's sort of how this feels. I think everybody does that, though. Forgive me to compare this with jobs. No, it's uh, fine. But I'll be like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. I'm probably not going to get It's probably not going to happen. I, and I think my reason to do it is like, so it hurts less when I don't yes. get it. And that's not going to fucking make it hurt less. Yes. I'm still right. going to be mad it I didn't get work. it. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, do it so every time. I think, though it's a good theory. I right. Think, like, but I do think there is that, like, if I, and if, you know, if the, if, if I miscarry, then there's going to be this like, oh, we got to unring that bell. But, but you're entitled to. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if your emotions are, you yeah. know, you know, oh, guys, I feel awful, but I did. You are entitled to my innermost <laughs> emotional feelings. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You can unring that. And I think yeah. it also helps people because everybody's been through it. Yeah. If it happened. I think that, I think this thing of not mentioning, uh, I mean, I, I thankfully I did have a miscarriage with initially I was pregnant with twins with Elliot and then I had a miscarriage of like one of them stopped growing and also being alive at like seven to eight weeks. So that was a miscarriage. But it for me, it was that was different than the devastation of other people that have miscarriages. I think that the, yes, but I think that the, I the experience of, of going in and seeing the ultrasound and being like, oh, there's two heartbeats and then, you know, having a two week long panic attack and then. You know, seeing it again, and then they're like, "Oh, the second heartbeat's a little slower, and we don't know if it's going to make it." And then eventually, it just wasn't there anymore. Thinking like, "Oh, that can happen." The heartbeat mm-hmm. wasn't there anymore, but the the the, the, the shape of the, the embryo baby, was yeah, still it was there. still there for a while. That was and it was weird. just like yeah. so sad. I mean, it was sad, but it was like it made me feel very cautious about like let's just wait until we get over that point. You know where? Would you have rather that I didn't say it? Cause I think no, that- no, it's fine. I'm, I'm just making. I have the, the when you say it and you, and then everyone starts. I'm gonna have this like, don't desire celebrate to celebrate. Oh. And I'm trying to say I'm not gonna celebrate. Yeah. You can wish me whatever the heck you want to, but I'm like gonna tell you to fuck off. Probably <laughs> now you're the <laughs> you're the Juliana Margulies of this show. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm, I'm gonna go get a if massage. I can present a very exact scenario mm. when we were doing our television show for Sci-Fi. I didn't really celebrate at all. I kept thinking like, if we get a season two, then I'll be yeah. all excited. And then when it uh, was canceled, I was like, I was still equally as bummed out as I would have been had I celebrated. And I was mm-hmm. like, I should have just celebrated every step. You mm-hmm. didn't get the experience of, of celebrating. Yeah, just enjoy it. And then if things don't work out, there's nothing you can do to control that. But you could have had a good attitude and like a good experience up until that, which I mostly did. But I was so reserved with like mm-hmm. whether it was jinxing it or I, it's just. It, it is silly. magical yeah. thinking. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I think, I think Martin Short once said, I saw or I heard him in an interview and you know, the person was a friend of his is like, you're always in such good spirits. How is it that you're always able to stay in good spirits? And he's like, because I realize that bad things are going to happen and I'm not going to give it any more time than it's going to take from me. So I'm going to get the most out of every possible moment that I can. So it's that thing of like, I'm going to celebrate when it's time to celebrate because the disappointment is in the mail. Yeah. yeah. At some point. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So you might as well take advantage of the good times you know, and the good things. That said, not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. No. <laughs> the, what I was going to say is that I, that I think keeping 
early pregnancy shrouded in secrecy ultimately probably does a disservice to women who lose their babies or to have a miscarriage because then like then they're suffering and no one knows what's going on right um and maybe some people prefer that privacy but i mean but i don't but also by not talking all these things that people don't talk about make people who go through it feel some sense of like more alone and more and kind shame. of shameful. Yeah. You're like, oh, this so happened. What's common. wrong with me and my body? They don't realize how common it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wish it would got it would become so common that it would you could be what would be perceived as flippant, but people wouldn't. Re- it was just so common, and people were like, "Hey, what happened? Like, didn't you have a kid going along?" And yeah. you're like, "No dice." And they keep walking. <laughs> Great. And keep moving. Like, just yeah. keep moving along. Like, oh, that happens. <laughs> All right. Good luck. <laughs> um, and also, how are you feeling physically? Like, is it? I am feeling uh, the symptoms of this pregnancy a lot earlier than I did with the other one. I don't know if it's just that I rec- – I don't know what that is, but I heard that's kind of a phenomenon. Like, I'm already starting to feel nauseated. Mm. I've been really cold, like, shivering at night um, and hot in the morning and kind of moody and barfy. Um, I found out that – my thyroid and in, in pregnancy that ha- I'm, I'm always a little bit hypothyroid, but it's like, but I take medication for it. But in pregnancy, it often you have to adjust your dosage. So they called me today and so I'm supposed to increase my dose. But I was like, yes, this is why I've been so tired and cold, <laughs> except it could also just be pregnancy. That's why I've been so tired and cold. Sure. Um. So, yeah. But I think it's that too of like it's not an easy road to hoe. Uh so I think yeah right. feeling crummy you need friends around you to be like yeah, yeah that first uh from what I understand the first the trimester one. sucks. Yeah. yeah, it is. The last one is also no fun. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. you don't you're just physically uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. So that's that. Uh I will keep you guys posted on Friday we have our ultrasound and we find out how many are in there. Um they put in 3 with the idea that like We'll be so lucky if one even takes, but now I'm like, all right. <laughs> so let's see what's Sex going on. Oh my God. I do f- I do wonder if it might be twins. Um Oh Jesus. <laughs> I <laughs> Daniel <laughs> is literally rubbing the bridge of his nose with his glasses on his forehead. I'll be ha- I'll be happy no matter what, and the idea of twins doesn't upset me like it did the first time. I cannot speak okay. for Daniel. <laughs> No, no. It, the idea of twins is like, okay, soldier, we just got you out of Afghanistan. You were held by the Taliban for a year. Bad news. You're going into Taliban to be captured by the Taliban now for twice as long. <laughs> and it's going to be worse. So, But I signed up for this, Sarge. This is what I did, yeah. I paid extra money for yeah. this, Sarge. <laughs> What but, kind of service? I signed up for being <laughs> captured. <laughs> With your new house, you don't have stairs, right? Correct. Correct. So you can just take the... What's a bicycle that has five seats on it? <laughs> so you can just take that right on out? Don't have the bicycle made the for five? Yeah. I've heard the song. Yeah. It, I was thinking little things, though, like, oh, this new car, new used car that we got to make our lives easier is not going to work for us anymore because it's not going to fit three uh, car seats we would have to if we had twins. Yeah, right. get a 15-passenger Ford yeah. like a Tahoe or something. Some kind of new stroller situation. Could you get Jenna's golf cart and make that <laughs> Maybe, <work>? yes. <laughs> Daniel has suggested we bring a third into our marriage. 
I mean, you got to make lemon lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, when you said the thing about the bike, I was thinking about those things they have, uh, in, like in Venice, where a bunch of people sit around a. Bu- it's like a bar on oh, yeah. on a bike, and everyone pedals, and then they they get served drinks. That's what that'll be. Our. That looks so. Fun. Has anybody done that? Have you done that? I, I guess no I'm looking interest. at you, David. No, it seems okay. ridiculous. You're pumping all this blood through your system, you get drunk so quickly, yeah. and all dehydrated. Seems awful. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Wait, is it moving? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a bicycle. But it's wide. It's like as big as this table. Yeah. And imagine there's someone in the middle. I think there's like a bartender in the middle. Mm -hmm. And everyone's pedaling, I think. Where are they going? Oh, just up and down the the. But I feel to be a spectacle. So I think it it crosses some lines where like you, because I think what it borders on is it's legal to transport booze. So if you were in the back of (laughs) a- it's a vehicle. It's a vehicle. (laughs) And because you're pedaling it, no one's technically driving, so you don't get it. Skirts all these laws where it's like technically legal in low traffic areas. Some frat bros like, right out of law school work real hard <laughs> on getting around these loopholes. <laughs> the funny thing is that I think that Jay, it did. Jeff's nodding. Yeah, Jay Miller over at Corolla Shop. Yeah, didn't he have one of these? Yeah, he and, and he, he went to law school. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he, wait, he owned one. Yeah. I don't know. He yeah. he went on the local news like representing this. <laughs> yeah, oh he God. he bought one, and that was like a little side business of his for a while. <laughs> Look at that. We'll Here's put it my, right on your registry. Uh, yeah. Here's my question. I, it's not a question. Here's my statement. If I were on this, I would just be yelling, "Look out! Look out!" <laughs> like, how do you not run into things? Who's in charge of I what think, direction I it think goes? There's a main person that drives there's a main it. Person front yeah. that steers it a bit. Think so. And you're just helping power it in the back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And putting down booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fascinated. I need to see what this looks like. I'm, I'm sure there I'm, are videos on YouTube and stuff. No interest in this. I hope you buy that this. thing and then your new neighborhood people see you. There go the Rosens. <laughs> just pedaling off to soccer practice. <laughs> yeah. I want oh, that. Man. Please do this for me. Yeah. There goes all seven of them. <laughs> oh my God. There's... That's really More leading into now. it. I mean, that's why dads become the way they become because it's like it's either that or just cry nonstop. You know, either <laughs> either you just do ridiculous shit to entertain yourself, or it's just so much work. You know. Yeah. And my uh, other thing, this is not really personal news. It's more like personal business that I'm making public because I've been wanting to say this to you, Daniel, and I haven't had a chance till this show. If this is bad, save it. It's not bad. Okay. You'll just be uncomfortable that I'm talking about it. Great. <laughs> Do you remember last oh, night? Oh boy. <laughs> I was asleep. Oh, I know. I think I know what you're going to say. Okay. Go ahead. And you, oh, it'll be fun to find out if it is. Okay. I was asleep and you got into bed. And then I, half asleep, said, Good night. I'm putting in earplugs to uh-huh. let you know that, like, if you were going to say anything to me, I wasn't going to be able to hear you anymore. And then, but I heard, like, I, it, I slurred it. I didn't. I was half I was half awake. It uh-huh. didn't come out right. And then you're like, "What?" and you kissed my arm, and I went, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you know that's what I was going to say? I yeah, I I knew you were going to talk about how I leaned over, I kissed you as we were going to sleep and you're like, Ugh! and you like jumped out of your skin. Like, which no, is, which I is your reaction to me like giving you any uh, sweetness these days? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's what I said. I literally went, no, 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 no. Yeah. I just wanted to explain. Then, well, no, you're not telling the whole story. And then you were like, ah, I'm asleep. <laughs> you go, I'm asleep. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> But that was me trying to explain. Oh, I know what it was. <laughs> I was 
You were giving yourself a big fat excuse. I felt guilty because I felt like it came out crazy, <laughs> which it kind of did. Um, well, what people need to know is your skin is really sensitive. It and is. It's the kind of skin that does not appreciate the human touch. <laughs> <laughs> that is not always true. <laughs> it also doesn't appreciate appreciate dishwater, soap. That's right. And housework. when I get into bed with a uh, handful of dishwater and I try to drip it on you, you especially hate that. No, it's that I. You know how when you're asleep and you hear a noise, it seems louder than it is, or like any when you've been asleep, any stimulus seems like more than it is. Your touch felt like it, it was very stimulating. It was going to wake well, me up. Well, and I have a lot of whiskers right now, and yes. it probably was uh, a little abrasive. And it, it was it was just me trying to say, I, I don't want to be woken up. I'm being woken up. But it, you know, that is interesting communication style. <laughs> I know. I felt I felt bad about it all day. I, I had, love that you waited until the show to I had bring the, it up. <laughs> I had the verbal skills of our son at that point. <laughs> and somehow all that came out was no 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 no. <laughs> you were like no, 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 no. You were like afraid you were about to wake up. You know, but then totally... I felt so bad about it that that was starting to wake me up, which is why I was trying to explain. And then I went, just go back to sleep to myself. Yeah, I always fine. like when someone gets a little bit of footing in defending something where a group of people you know are kind of like, I don't know. Like someone goes, you remember that thing you did the other night? And they go, this is going to sound crazy, but I think a lot of people when they see a dark room <laughs> naturally yell a racial slur. <laughs> and then they're like, defend it. And people around the table go, Wait, is that how my, you know, how a stimulus is more strong? Yeah, it's sounds. absurd. Most people don't, <laughs> don't flinch and scream at <laughs> no, 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 no. human affection. That's normal, right? <laughs> we all do that. We're all, come on, you guys are with me. Yeah. You did it last night, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. No, 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 most no, intimate no, no, person no, no, in my no, no, life, no, no, no. I touch it, it's just recoil in horror. No, I did something normal. horrible last night. What was it? You you scalded her with a red hot poker? Well, I, I kissed her, her arm. <laughs> I wasn't well, you kissed my arm a few times. Oh, what my God. <laughs> what a monster. So it was like the third kiss? So it wasn't no, the stimulus. No, it was like, it was like, I went down to kiss, and then it was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I probably seemed like a horrible sea creature to you at that point. So Why? you were asleep. But you're the only sea creature that's in there every night. Mm -hmm. It's quite stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I'm sleepwalking, <laughs> essentially, you will touch my arms and like be affectionate. And I also find that horrible too much. Horrible. And I think that it all came <laughs> out in the middle of the night last night when I said, no, 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 no. Yes. Let's get you like some sleep. Arm sheaths. <laughs> no, we're gonna, do, yeah. we're gonna have her sleep in one of those like sumo wrestling. <laughs> those these people used to do. I was just think like an Allen Iverson long, you know, like an uh, arm sleeve thing, or but, the water wings that kids use. Yeah, yeah. One of those bubbles like that people bounce down the hills. Oh, like I, like I'm yeah. a like I'm a hamster. Yeah. yeah, but it made me think when Elliot is like half awake, half asleep. We are always touching him. What if he doesn't like it? 
He he doesn't mind it. He's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way about my dog all the time, just in his face constantly, especially when he's asleep because he's adorable. And then when he does that to me in the morning, I'm like, where did you learn this? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's me all oh, the time, yeah. all day. All right. Yeah. I also yeah. kind of say that to her because she'll come in when I'm asleep and then she'll Wendy. put her paw, yeah, on my chest and then her tongue in my ear. <laughs> yeah, well, and that wakes me up in a way. And I don't that doesn't like get a no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it does. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, mean, no, 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 don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't yeah. make any noise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when the when the creatures and the critters of the house try to show love and affection, it's it's the worst. That's not my point, and you know it. <laughs> no, it's funny because you felt bad, but I was just like, yeah, this is how it goes. <laughs> I did feel bad. Yeah. All day. You didn't have to, though. It's fine. Okay. I want to give a little shout out to Raphael Castaneda. Oh, he's he's yeah. great. Yeah, came to my show in Denver. Yay! Oh, that's right. He's yeah. out there. Yeah, nice, nice fella. He's he is the nice best. Fella. He designed the shirts. That yes, you saw. he did. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yes, he's a fan. Got it. All right. Ah, uh, how is he? <laughs> Very Doing nice well? dude. Okay. Yeah. He uh, is nicknamed Ultra Fan because Megan is super fan and he's mm. Ultra Fan. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Super and Ultra. Uh, how was Denver? It was fun. It was good. Yeah, my friend Chad uh, taped some shows. They went smashingly well. So I'm awesome. excited to be a part of. It was cool. He um he got really big on Pandora, which I really like because like if you make YouTube videos or Instagram, those people can still sell tickets to comedy clubs. Yeah, like, well, Instagram sensation. I hate it because it like. They didn't do any comedy. They did these stupid ass videos, but they developed a fan base. And they'll, do, and they'll go on stage. <clears throat> they'll just come out, yeah, and show either videos or they'll just talk and they'll just tell stories, which is just the equivalent really? of awful stand up. Yeah, and they'll sell like a lot of t- people hmm. when they become fans will just kind of go to see the person. Yeah, and just I be hear excited, people do that like, with podcasts. Yeah. Like if you do a podcast live, it's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, yeah, Pandora, which I, I love that you, you have. It's only the stand up. So like he, people oh. got familiar with what he did. So he sold a bunch of tickets it was really cool that's very cool yeah how's Denver doing good we're in the south part which I think when I was there long ago in school it had not been developed at all so it's like sim city it just feels like they just went city and just built it there and I'd go walking and jogging and all the cars just felt like they were extras in a movie it didn't yeah. feel like any life was actually happening she's like what is this and that it was, it was bizarre yeah, it's so crazy how much is building up about once a month i quit la and decide i'm leaving uh and i used to always be like well i'll go back to colorado yeah. not to colorado springs i'll go to denver yeah. uh it is more expensive to live in denver now than los angeles Get out. nuts i know right really not in every single part of town but like right in the heart of denver more expensive than la that wow. is such a good i haven't spent a ton of time in colorado but that is such a good description of how it how up. it how it looks now that I think about it because my friend Trevor who some of you guys know of um, his family lived in Littleton mm-hmm. and I went there for Thanksgiving when I went a couple times um, and I remember dry, and it was like is this a brand new development in a field it's a very yeah. community yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but but nice but mm-hmm. just like it all feels like it it, it was suddenly developed you know when you have like a building where some of the roof is tar and some of it's like tin and there's a stovetop coming out and the the red bricks are old and kind of sinking in and there's some cool like spray painted mural on the side of maybe a local town celebrity who's passed away or just Uh a saying 
and there are a few of those strung together and you're like, oh, the barbecue is really good here or that place. It's like a- an older part of the right. city. Yeah. yeah. Then you feel like, ah, right. There's some character. Yeah. Yes. And this is as far removed from that as you can possibly <laughs> With the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to yeah. say it's like a Levitt town, but I don't actually know what Levitt towns look like. But I don't either. Yeah. What you're talking about is the historical parts of the city where there's like that faded advertisements on the side yeah, of something yeah. that used to be like a brewery mm-hmm. or something. Right. But now, yeah. 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 The old, uh, it was the grain mill yeah. then it right. turned into a brewery and then it was yeah they don't have that yet i mean maybe in a hundred years a hundred years they'll be like oh that was that was a, a walmart you know <laughs> <laughs> um all right i need to talk to you guys about green chef and then we are going to get to the bottom of our yes please or oh please including what the segment the signature segment is even called one day so, we'll figure it out support for allison rosen is your new best friend comes from green chef the first usda certified organic meal kit delivery service that includes everything you need to cook delicious gourmet meals that you can feel good about green chef sends premium organic ingredients and imaginative new recipes each week meal plans include they have meal plans for like whatever you're doing. Paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. And I am the most indecisive person in the world. So if you think that it was an easy decision, you are wrong. I came up with reasons why I should choose each one. And then I came up with reasons why another one would be better. And I really, really thought my way around every single one until finally I chose vegan. I don't think there's a bad choice. I don't think that that's easy. exactly what it is. I chose vegan though, because even though I'm not vegan, I'm always like, I would like an opportunity to be more vegan. With Green Chef, it's easy to maintain a specialty diet and enjoy exciting new options. Each ingredient is thoughtfully sourced and its journey tracked from planting to plating. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you week after week. In fact, just recently, Daniel was talking about how great Green Chef is and and these meal delivery services where they send you everything you need to make delicious uh, great meal and it's all pre-proportioned and mostly prepped for you it, and he started saying he's like because going to the grocery store that's the worst part because and i was like yeah i know that's what i've been <laughs> saying week after week i think you got that from me and he's Probably. like well you're very compelling well it, it, make, it comes in um in like a sack for each meal so all you got to do is just pull the sack out yep, it's like labeled it's all there and then you open Little it bags up and inside. Boom. Recipes include pre-made sauces, dressings, and spices. So many good different sauces and dressings. So you get more flavor in less time. And so my favorite of the ones that we tried were the Greek stuffed peppers, mushroom and orzo filling, and kale with spiced zucchini. Because I love zucchini, and I love orzo, and I love mushrooms. It had everything I loved. Easy to make. Delicious. I recommend it highly. Uh, and also, Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and I've mentioned them on the show too. So now you now you know more. Um, for $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us. I'm going to say that again because, because someone's going to be confused. For $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash BFF. That's greenchef.us slash BFF. All right. Now, what is this segment called? Because we've got to get to the bottom of chocolate. Oh, please. Or bitch, please. <laughs> is it yes, please? Give me some of that. Oh, oh, please. That's much crap. Totally wrong. Yes, please, or oh, please? Okay. Yes, please, or well, oh, please. Well, no, but we decided, okay. and I think, I think David Huntsberger might have been leading the charge, that it should be bitch, please. So, yeah. yes, 
please or bitch please, right? Yeah, I thought oh please was a little outdated. Right. And then either girl please or bitch please. Oh, is, yeah. So yes please or bitch please. <laughs> <laughs> right, because that's okay. super now. Yeah, that's <laughs> that very feels, current. Yes. All right. Uh, I'll lead the charge. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, so I love milk. I, as a def- I think it's one of the greatest things. However, when life's getting a little too spicy and you're having spicy food, what do they calm it down with? Milk, because it's for boring people. Wow. <laughs> Give someone over to your house and they go, ooh, that's got a little kick to it. And it's like mild salsa, boring person. <laughs> and they me. go get some milk. Chocolate, delicious, uncut, pure grade stuff, dark chocolate. And they milk it up just to soften it. For boring people? For boring people. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole argument. So I guess you're to to milk chocolate, you are saying. Have you ever had oh to milk chocolate, I'm saying delicious. I love it. But in the context of this argument as to whether it is superior to dark chocolate, bitch please. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so okay, so we're it's is milk chocolate better? Or milk chocolate is better is the statement. Boy, it's it's crazy that this is our signature segment, <laughs> sure. the one that people tune in for week after week. This is, it's just one thing. The statement is... Milk chocolate. Yes. And you can either, yes, please, or bitch, please, I it. it. Okay. Yeah. Now, I... It's not milk chocolate is better than dark chocolate, just milk chocolate. Well... Just hanging there as an idea. Oh, well, it's I, a little complicated. It's well, a little more complicated. I, I than think that. what you should do is make a statement, and then we're either yes pleasing or bitch pleasing the statement. So the statement is milk, milk chocolate, chocolate is, is better? better than dark. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah. co-sign that. Right, sure. I still stand by my <laughs> argument. <laughs> Renee, um, yeah, no, that's just the statement is correct. It is better. <laughs> I appreciate that you're like, oh, you milk it down for boring. But I would argue the same thing. Is just like you didn't add anything to yours. What, that's boring. Yeah. You just. You like your you cocaine did, with some baking soda in it yeah, as well? I do. I do. Ridiculous. <laughs> but I will, I will say on an emotional level, there has been a time where I accidentally got dark chocolate and it ruined my day. <gasps> ruined. Was it baker's chocolate or just dark chocolate? Just dark chocolate. Okay. That's it. It's simply dark chocolate. So that's what all. just happened to you was thinking you were getting $5 in change and you got a $50 bill <laughs> and were devastated. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, David, you deeply. Have you just not had milk chocolate? Is that the. Uh, plenty do of I need it. To have you, you ever had Canadian or uh, uh, like different parts of the world Kit Kat? We're so dumb and NASCAR-y here that give us milk chocolate. It's like <laughs> any idiot will like this. Sure. The rest of the world is like, this is how chocolate should taste. And it's beautiful, delicious dark chocolate. Silky. Because they can appreciate the finer things in life, unlike us and our stupid hats. <laughs> I like that anywhere in the world, that's Everywhere how they, else. This is how chocolate should taste. <laughs> They're all cultured. <laughs> They do things. But they all have that accent. Yeah, they all talk like this everywhere else. (laughs) I will say, you're bringing up a good point that I am just referring to a candy bar situation. Because if it's like a a fancy restaurant with like a chocolate mousse. Nope, still want milk. Still want milk. Sorry, it's it's not my turn. Even our milk chocolate here, the Hershey's, like the Hershey bar, has a weird poo smell or something to it. Like it has a strange, yeah. Check it out yep. next what? time. It's not. Dare yeah, you. It's got its own. It's kind of like the same way when you walk into a subway. Hershey, sandwich. he's so sorry. Please. We do not support the thoughts or opinions of so the show. To, <laughs> I have asked them to sponsor so many times. Fuck them. They smell like poo. Uh, when you Is go it into because like because it's from the Hershey Highway. Yeah. When you go into a subway and it smells like oh this smells like a subway yeah. but that doesn't smell like sandwiches 
doesn't smell like a deli. It smells like a subway. Yeah. You can right? assume that it's been up my butt. <laughs> Hershey's chocolate. Not, no other chocolate smells like Hershey's chocolate. Up your butt? When you go to a, a, maybe one of the finer delicatessens or stores in the future and you see they have 50, 70, 90% cacao. Oh. Uh. Go up and be like, um, where is your fine milk chocolate? <laughs> yeah. And just see how it goes. They'll yeah. love it. Yeah. See they if they're will like, go to the oh, back. there's a Walmart right across the street. <laughs> You hillbilly. Russell Stover. Um, oh, it's not my turn yet, Jeff. Hold on. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to bitch please that. <laughs> uh, first of all, what I will say about milk when asked in the seminal uh, movie Pumping Iron, when Arnold Schwarzenegger was asked if he drinks milk, he said, milk is for babies. I drink beer. Men drink beer. So I prefer Beer, chocolate, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Red wine and dark chocolate? Yeah. That's another very sophisticated thing. <laughs> Ge- generally, dark chocolate is superior. Uh, it goes, do, 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 do. Horrendous it goes accent better alert. with coffee. <laughs> it goes better with um, other kinds of chocolate. You know, like a g- ganache goes better with a dark chocolate than with a milk chocolate. Milk chocolate is just like its own thing. Mm-hmm. But milk chocolate, um, like on... Um, Almonds or something is good. You know, it's fine. It's good with a glass of milk. But overall, dark chocolate. I'm going to do another hour on this. Uh, dark chocolate. No. Yeah, so, who, bitch, please. Who ate two bags of M&M's yesterday? Uh-oh. That was my lunch. Candy is good. But those, what kind of chocolate was but that? But M&M's are a whole thing, honey. And in order to make that milk chocolate good, you had to put uh, peanuts in it. You had to coat it with candy. You had to put it in a bag that I can drink from while driving. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things. It couldn't just I, be on its own. I've been hoist on my own petard, I see. You'll be in a fancy restaurant and ask for milk chocolate. And like, would you also like orange dressing? <laughs> and yeah. you'll be so offended. <laughs> hey, why would... Oh, I get it. They go hand in hand. It's a poor estimation of us as a culture. Wait, were you here when I revealed... The ranch dressing insult. You were on the show, yeah, right? Yeah, I've had the same thing happen. I oh, love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love ranch. Okay. And I like milk chocolate. Right. But this this is a $5, $50 bill debate. Sure. For the listener who might not know what I'm talking about, just real fast, mm-hmm. years ago, two best friends in high school, Katie and Jen, we were all out. For some reason, the topic was, what's your favorite? Because I've been having, because I've been this way forever. It was, what's your favorite dressing? <laughs> <laughs> and when I said ranch, which was my favorite at the time. Now it's, I can't believe it's not butter and sugar-free ketchup mixed. <laughs> was my favorite at the time. And Jen said, that figures. And I said, what do you mean? She said, because it's a trendy dressing. Mm-hmm. And I still, to this day, don't know How what she meant dare, about that. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> we never did get to the bottom. <laughs> and what was your insult? Um, a friend of mine from high school said, oh, you probably don't want that ranch because you're like a health nut. That's not an insult. Um, I've, I didn't feel like it was an insult, but she was assuming something about me that I had like moved away and become too good for ranch dressing. Oh. Where I was like, I'll take this ranch. I like it. <laughs> And uh, I just thought that was weird that she assumed like, oh, you're you're too, you've moved away now. You're too good for ranch, right? And I was like, hey, my roots will always be firmly drenched in ranch dressing. <laughs> uh, Jeff, you're up. I I don't have a strong opinion on which is better because I think each one has their place. Being from Pennsylvania, I respect Hershey and the product that they make, but specifically with 
this sunflower butter that we're talking about. I've had sunflower butter. Is it good? It's not bad. How does it compare to peanut butter? It <clears throat> The texture is about the same. The sweetness is about the same, but um, yeah, you don't... You don't really feel like you're losing a lot. It just doesn't taste like peanut butter. Okay. Does it taste like sunflower seeds? I don't know what sunflower really tastes like. It's hard to say. Vaguely nutty. I know what, yeah, I know what the seeds taste like, but not a sunflower oil. It's worth trying. Okay. I'll eat it if you don't want it. So, (laughs) but as I, and I've said before, as I, I love the peanut, chocolate peanut butter cup. Mm -hmm. Now, I love the chocolate peanut butter cup. It's one of my favorite candies probably of all time. And at Trader Joe's, I've gotten, the dark chocolate peanut butter cups. And it was the worst day of your life. It wasn't no. the worst day of my life, <laughs> but the milk chocolate peanut butter cups are better. So much. Have you had the mini ones? The little ones that come in a tub? Yes. Ugh. You're the, saying the Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups you didn't like? I, I, Not as much. I, as much. The milk ones were better. <laughs> I like them better. Wow. I, Jesus the, Christ, the I dark away for one minute. Dark chocolate was fine, <laughs> but the milk. I wanted the milk chocolate ones. There's something about... Milk chocolate that goes better in candy, except mm-hmm. for Goldenberg Peanut Chews, another Pennsylvania candy, which are better with dark chocolate. <laughs> they made a milk chocolate version, and it's no good. Hmm. I think I I I think milk chocolate is better when it's with other candies, um, and dark chocolate is better alone. Yeah, but dark chocolate pairs well with other other things too. I want to do a blind taste test on you guys because I think if you don't know what it is. You get into that milk chocolate. Right, You're like, like, oh, this one's hmm. the best. Okay. Creamy, all right. <laughs> sweet, mm-hmm. the better one. Right. Or, oh, waxy, <laughs> chalky. What is that flavor? <laughs> Coffee, oh, please. So it's, you won't even tolerate dark chocolate. No, I will. Oh, you'll eat it. If, okay. look, if I need. She'll eat that I'm shit. Not, and I'm not like a chocoholic or something. Um, I know plenty of people. She'll even who let need... it kiss her at night. <laughs> <laughs> I know so people who it can't get, be that bad. Can touch her skin from time to time. Like, get in a mood where they need chocolate. I'm not really that kind of person. Um, but let's say I'm growing up in my parents' house, and all there is in the middle of the night is baker's chocolate, and that's worse than dark chocolate because oh, that's yeah. really not sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like you could really, you can really harm your teeth biting into that because it is thick and hard. But yeah. I've eaten some baker's chocolate. I've stabbed it, stabbed it with a serrated knife, trying to like break off a chunk, and then and it's really unenjoyable. Actually, it's more painful than anything. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, sometimes I wonder, like, when did this night eating thing start? And I really don't think it started till New York. So I didn't do this in college, and yet the memory of the baker's chocolate—that's from when I was a kid. Hmm. So it's, hmm. I think the sleep disturbance has always been there because I did do some sleepwalking as a kid. Not yelling no, 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 as far as I know. But <laughs> anyway, oh, it's my turn. Okay. I think it's my turn. Um, do you agree with your own statement? I always prefer milk chocolate. Dark chocolate is always disappointing to me. I don't, I want, I, I will eat it. Are we still it. talking about chocolate? I am. You're looking I'll, at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat it on occasion, but I just prefer milk. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, candy will, like we've, like we has been touched upon, candy will get fancy. It'll be like a midnight this or a dark chocolate this. But I'll take it one further, and I know that I'm the only one here. 
Recently, I encountered some chocolate truffles where there was dark chocolate, milk chocolate, or white chocolate, mm. and I liked the white chocolate the best. So I think I'm just I think in you search do of I'm just in search of chocolate. breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah. you don't like bitterness, and Correct. the dark chocolate is got more bitterness. Yeah, it's bitter. If it's just in straight bar form, I I think I like dark chocolate better. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I like dark chocolate. It's just. Milk chocolate's better than Jeff candy. looked at yeah. you, Dave, when he said it, since you're now the arbiter. I, I wish I didn't have to. <laughs> what is your girl? Where's your girlfriend on this? Dark chocolate. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, well, you guys Aww. have had the conversation? Yeah, we're both chocolate hounds. <laughs> and we liked milk chocolate. I think sometimes you get one with some nuts in it quite good. Yeah. Um, we went to visit some of her family in um, Zurich, Switzerland, a couple years ago, and they live right near the Lind. L-I-N-D-T, oh. Chocolate Factory. You just go right in. It was like the closest I'll probably ever get to yeah. Valhalla. Oh, so nuts. But I think about that chocolate a lot. The white <laughs> chocolate was really good, but they didn't even offer a ton of milk chocolate. I think hmm. to like actual chocolate makers, it's maybe not their favorite to make or it's just not as pure. Be like making gold and I'm like, oh, we have, yeah. we have this gold plated thing also. If that or something right. to that extent, I think it's a pretty American phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It is really sweet and creamy. Out. Yeah, say what? It is really sweet and creamy. I mean, it's like the difference between espresso or a coffee with like or a latte or something. Yeah. I will give you this that <laughs> I always feel sleepy and kind of crummy after milk chocolate, <laughs> and I don't feel that way after dark chocolate. So there probably is something sure. to how much sugar. It's is the in cocaine analogy once right? again. <laughs> It's have, the it's the schmearing off of chocolate. Right. Have you had vegan cupcakes recently? No. Uh-uh. No. I Get don't know that I ever have. Because dark chocolate is vegan. So you can have really tasty oh. uh sugary treats uh and they don't make you feel all heavy and gross. Huh. So vegan donuts. When people come here and they're like, What's good in LA? I always feel like they don't have Philly cheesesteaks or deep dish or something like that, and then people are like, Well, what's next? The Thai food? All the food here is good. But they, I feel like LA does health food better than anyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have like the best vegan cupcake. Just give it to someone. They'll eat it. Like, this cupcake's really good. I'm like, ha ha, it's vegan. Ha <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not a vegan, but I, I do think there's a phenomenon there that your most avid donut and cupcake eaters, why haven't they gotten on board the vegan one? You can eat way more of it and you feel way better. Yeah. So, Go for a vegan cupcake. Yeah. I recently enjoyed some vegan cheese, and I feel that I might have talked about this on a solo episode. I feel I talked about it somewhere, I don't know where, because my sister was vegan for a period of time, and we lived together, and I would taste the cheese sometimes, and it, didn't, it never tasted good. Yeah. It, like, cheese was just a, a, a road too far, a ring, what's too far? A river too far? too far? A bridge yeah. too far, yes. But recently, and I wish I knew the brand, um, I got it just at the grocery store, it was provolone flavored, um, yeah. and it tasted like butter. It really wasn't provolone flavored. You know, it claimed it was though. <laughs> yeah, but it was really, but it was really good and edible. But it did not taste anything like cheese. It tasted just like solid butter. Hmm. <laughs> it was. Good. That's why I like. Yeah, it was good, but but <laughs> better good. than that would be because it didn't I make you go like it's not solid butter. <laughs> yeah. Did you look at what it was made out of? Yes, it's coconut like oil. oil. Oh, good. Yeah. And. Um, Cashew something rather? Maybe. That yeah, that sounds about right. It didn't have soy. Hmm. I forget. The okay. package is somewhere. Elliot enjoyed it too. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say we do just me or everyone soon, but first, 
So vaping is pretty popular right now. No ash, no odor, no brainer. But sometimes it's hard to find a satisfying vape that's simple and convenient. So Blue, who introduced vaping to the world, is now introducing MyBlue. MyBlue gives you all the satisfaction with none of the hassle. Just click and go. With MyBlue's easy-to-use one click liquid pods, you can switch between flavors in seconds. You have a range of delicious flavors to choose from. Just 20 minutes to charge and you're set all day. Plus, it comes with a free limited lifetime device warranty called MyCare. Ready to make the switch? Try MyBlue today at MyBlue.com. Enter code ROSEN during checkout for 10% off your order. That's MyBlue, M-Y-B-L-U.com. Enter ROSEN at checkout. MyBlue.com. Enter ROSEN at checkout. Okay. Speaking of which, you, you had a Stephen Dorff story, right? I did. Yeah, yeah was he smoking the, the blue, blue guy? At the time? Yeah, he was the spokesperson for blue, so I really didn't like that ad. <laughs> <laughs> it was uncool. Well, I don't me. think he is anymore, so I think you're in the clear. There you uh, go. Okay. You can like it again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've met me. I don't get over things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the longest grudge you've ever held? I'm all talk. I sometimes I forget them. And then I run into yeah. the person. They and a lot of times they'll do it again. I go, I, I had a grudge going for this exact same. <laughs> so yeah, I can't remember. There's a guy that I used to shoe horses for that uh, paid me under the table, and we would work really long days. Like he pay you a check. He just wanted to do he it made under the table. Crawl under the table, like bite it off a chair. It was obnoxious. But uh, one day we worked for Barnum and Bailey's Circus. We did 24 horses, Whoa. which is an insane amount. It's just like from the moment the sun was up till the very end of the day it was kind of cool seeing like all the uh the different animals around and stuff and working on all these different sizes of horses but at the end of the day i think he paid me like 120 dollars no and i was like boy that uh, seems like that would have been worth more than that uh-huh. like, don't worry you know i'll give you a little don't bump worry. later or something to that effect uh, all right and then tax time came around and he claimed me on his taxes uh, and not only that it i cannot believe this is real i went in and saw an accountant and was like, this can't be real. This $1,500 or so or whatever he claimed me for bumped me into a new bracket where I then owed $500. No. So I was like, so all this under the table money. So I call him. I go, dude, you got to split this difference with me or something because you said you weren't going to claim me. His wife gets on the phone who worked as an accountant was like, oh, you know, he had some trouble. He's got in a car accident with the truck and we just can't so? at this point. Like, yeah, that has nothing to do with me. Yep. We made a deal. We're adults, oh, and I'm a kid at this point. I'm like 22 or three years old, and so that grudge is still very much ongoing. Oh, man. Wait, did he end up paying you $1,500? He pay, Or did he, he pay you 120 He had paid me somewhere in the neighborhood of that over the course oh, of however long, but okay. he claimed me for that amount. So I didn't really go back through. Some days it was cash, some days it was a check. So like going back through, I didn't really keep great notes because it just seemed like, oh, it's just tax, you know, tax-free money to a certain extent. And so at the end, I was like trying to go back and look through deposit things and be like, ah, oh, this is terrible. Ugh. Like he claimed me for a very close to like the full amount. Yeah. And uh, it was a real bummer. Did it he really... end up giving you anything? Zero. Oof. He left the phone conversation with like handing it to his wife, me pleading with her, her saying, sorry, nothing we can do. Him back on the phone. I was like, so that's, that's it. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's just, Ugh. you're on your own here. And I was just like, all right, this grudge has begun. <laughs> no, you remember his name, his mm-hmm. full name? Oh, yeah. I'll never forget it. it I, I love the idea of waiting until 
25 years later and then getting your revenge and they have no idea oh why. yeah yeah i've yeah. read great expectations <laughs> you're like hey buddy this isn't going to make any sense but in 20 years listen to a podcast <laughs> <laughs> remember that Burn. night you couldn't get uh, reservations for you and your wife mm-hmm. <laughs> i wish me. i just had a life updater you know wouldn't that be great you just, just like get Facebook? a little boop so and so won some money at a poker game. Damn! But the days that I got updates, like he got a speeding ticket. Like fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have that coming, buddy. Prepare for more bad news ongoing. <laughs> did you? Because that's such a slight. Did you have any impulse to like keep hounding him? For because I would, I would track him down forever. It's like okay, so you don't have it now. I'll touch back <laughs> in about six months, and we'll just keep doing this until you. Get I it think to at me. that point I was of the mind of if you loan someone twenty dollars and you never see that person again, it was worth the money. And so I just kind of went like, mm-hmm. all right, well, this was a lesson I learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. And this person and I have, our business has indeed concluded. Okay. And, uh, but the grudge has not. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've never heard that. If you loan someone $20 and you never see them, it was worth the money. But that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a I like good that way one. of looking at it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it depends on how much. Right. Yeah. $20, sure. You know, $50, okay. Depends on the person, I guess, mm-hmm. right? hundred dollars might track you down. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would have been fair for of that 500 to just split that with me. Yeah. We're still both not enjoying it, but at least it's somewhat fair. Yeah. yeah. He just kept pawing it off on, oh, my wife or our tax guy. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't get around it. He saw the check deposit. I, I had to. And I was like, you know, damn well you didn't. This is shady. This is unjust, my friend. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but other than that, I don't really keep my grudges all that much. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that 22 year old one. It's all water off a duck's back, right? You guys, I'm on Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Uh, the other night I had Greg Heller over and we recorded a lengthy Patreon bonus episode and I've got a Patreon live stream coming up. I've got the bonus bonus episode gal chat episode that i mentioned with esther and ginger and jenna uh that i mentioned on the last on the last thursday show coming up so you just don't want to miss out patreon.com slash allison rosen okay let's do just me or everyone sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me or everyone yay we're all back (laughs) beck says after every quote-unquote formal phone call at work making appointments etc i end the call with bye-bye and i fucking hate it but it's (laughs) habit and i don't know how else to end these calls (laughs) oh man no you know it's a nice one see you oh that's good yeah it is good see you yeah i'll often say see you to people that um you won't be seeing i won't be seeing maybe they're in another state or i've (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've never met in person you know so i've never seen you at all (laughs) i I think i do a talk to you later and maybe some of them i won't be talking to later yeah those are all good i slip up with i love you way more often than i intend to (laughs) uh which like good a concerning amount (laughs) so i would prefer bye-bye so you're like on the phone with the vet <laughs> yeah, I guess we managed to lance that boil off, and we'll, we'll be following up. And, and keep, I'm sure the biopsy will be negative. Uh-huh. We just want to double check, so we'll get back to you on Monday. Okay, love you too. Bye. <laughs> uh, you know what's weird, Renee? Yeah. When you and I were talking on the phone the other day, and yes. you went to hang up, and you said, "I'm on the potty, right, mommy?" Right. That was really that 
Was it, it was weird? Sweet. Was it weird? It was sweet. Okay. Your heart That's was in the right fair. place. <laughs> I had a coworker at the OC Weekly who used to cover sports at his previous job and was like interviewing some football player and and it was an evening phone call, but he was at work, but he ended it with nighty night. <laughs> and he was mortified. <laughs> he had little kids. Night night. <laughs> you know what's a Very common cute. sign off on like emails that I'm not wild about? And if people are listening, like, oh, I do that. I don't think it's like, I can't believe someone did this. I just think it's weird that everyone uses it and I don't understand how it originated, which is just best. best. Yeah. Totally. That seems so curt to me. Yeah. Best is something that started, I feel like, about mm-hmm. 10 years ago, people started doing best on yeah. businessy emails. Mm-hmm. Well, you see thanks a lot. I use thanks. I use thanks a lot, too, and mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm thanking them for. Yeah. I, write, I write out all of the best things, comma. Oh, that's and nice. that's at least something. Yeah. yeah. I'm like... I want that a sign off though that feels right and none do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, yeah, for a while I tried on cheers that didn't oh. feel right. <laughs> oh, that's a pretentious. Have you considered okay. um, in Christ? <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, Romans three twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Or what about yours? I've never done yours, but yours. we'll write that. I'd prefer yours to best. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about, I don't like best. How about don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out? Oh, that's good. That's that's the best. Oh, that's good. <laughs> don't let it hit anagram. you where the good Lord split you. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll sometimes do all my best if it's yeah. yeah that's you know, good. That it's I, a that's, little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I'll like do that. an XO sometimes. I don't know how we feel about that, but mm-hmm. I'll do but that like sometimes. in businessy emails, yeah, you can't not, really no. I've gotten to just putting my name. Yeah, sometimes. Which is, I think that's how it yeah. should be. I, I This was like early 20s, but I got a hold of a, a writing template where it was like, here's, this is your salutation. This is what you do. Uh, and it ended with, with kindest regards. Ooh, that's nice. And I, is it? Because I, I used it what I consider to be a little too long. Oh, <laughs> like all the way into regards. MySpace I was using it. And they were like, you I don't need th- to be that formal. I actually think kindest regards is okay. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't it. feel weird about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, sincere it enough back, to baby. be sincere, but also goofy enough to be like, ah, oh, it's so hilarious. <laughs> kindest regards well because it's great. like you can't lose it's formal enough in. but it's not like if you said sincerely that just feels like well, yeah. this isn't a letter it, it kind of feels more f- it could work for the digital age okay i All feel right. like any email i send to someone that i have a like semi-professional relationship with and but don't know that well but i'm on good terms with and it's a short email. There's always a question of, do I put hope you're well at the beginning or at the end? Because it's always part of my email. Like, hey, so-and-so, it's been forever. Hope you're well. Mm-hmm. You know, da 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 Hope you're well. Oh, I already said that. Wait, does it work better here? I'm always taking it out. I'm always putting a hope you're well hope sandwich. Hope you're well comes yeah. in and yeah. out a lot. You yeah. know what I, I, and, I and I also think it's very empty feeling probably to the person reading it. Yeah, because you don't hope anybody. No, but well. I do. It's because <laughs> oh, I like feel like I need a buffer before getting straight to my like favor that I'm asking or whatever. Oh, yeah. at the top. Yeah. yeah. I'll sometimes sign off talk soon because it's like, I need you to know this is over, but it's not over for good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fair. There's another. There's a uh, chapter two's coming up. It's implied. Yeah, I like a hope you're well. I like it at the beginning though, because if you toss it in at the end, it was like I'm gonna ask my favor. Oh, and then also, how are you? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I like it at the beginning. How about toodles? Have we mentioned that one? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. We haven't mentioned it. Toodles. Yeah, toodles. We should all all toodles all the time. <laughs> toodles. Toodles would work because toodles, toodles is no one's gonna think that you're sincere nah. about toodles. Right. They know you're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> there was a period where I was doing P E A T H and then a space out comma 
and then pe- I don't think people read it as peace, peace out. <laughs> but I thought that was fun. But I don't. I think they just thought, like, "What's peth? Like, peth out? Yeah, really." Uh, and I thought, like, yeah. that seems self-explanatory. Yeah, and that seemed fun that. to me. Like, peace it, out. It was a typo. He meant he's methed out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm high on meth. I can't type anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm super into toodles. Yeah, toodles yeah. is nice. Toodles is. Do you do you use that sometimes? No. But I think it though. It's, it's <laughs> I do. I really do. I like toodles. Okay. I think we're onto something. That's Let's do winner. toodles for a week and then we can all come back and see how it went. Yes, I've never the seen experiment. the wheels spinning more. Like your eyes started glowing. <laughs> it's like a whole new my new life. I have a new lease on life. Yeah. yeah. Because lately my desk has become so uh crowded is the word that my brain was going to say but um messy is what i mean to say <laughs> that i can't i don't even want to sit there anymore because it used to at least have like daniel's eyes just glazed over <laughs> i used to at least have like the size of a log of empty space right in front it was me log of empty space my computer and then crap on ev- everywhere <laughs> else like teetering mm-hmm. and then uh the space to the right of my desk on the floor was not covered in shit. We have an exercise bike next to the desk was not covered in shit. Now my log of clean space, shit on it, <laughs> stuff on the floor, stuff on the bike. I just, it's just deeply unpleasant. So now I spend all my time elsewhere. <laughs> well, this is how in those shows hoarders where it's like <laughs> you go in and it's like the person spends all their time on the one chair and then there's like a narrow path to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. through this stuff. And it's like, how did this happen? And it's like, well, they used to go into that room and then it got crowded out of it. Yeah. And then it just became a place to throw more shit until you couldn't open the door anymore. In the yeah. way that if you pierce your eyebrow, oftentimes y- the piercing will grow out. I am like a piercing on my desk and it is rejecting me. <laughs> I'm being rejected. Um, I can't. But now that I have toodles, maybe that'll give me the drive to get back on to my computer. Whoa. Because now I just like I paid a bill today mm-hmm. and I was proud of myself for doing that. You know, it's funny for... I think it was Mother's Day. I would put something on your desk, so I, I decided to straighten your desk. <laughs> I thought it the gift was you cleaning my desk. I literally, <laughs> But it literally took me like 15 minutes. I completely straightened it up. It's not hard, honey. Are there any holidays coming up? Cause no, I'm not doing it again. I'm just saying, yeah. like, there's life skills that I'm going to You know, there's learn. nothing more patriotic for the 4th of July than cleaning up your wife's desk. <laughs> I know. And you said but, to me at the time, you said, and I hope you... You said to me, quote, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but I don't think you know how to organize. And I said, I don't take it the wrong way, and I don't know. No, yeah, and you a, said you were going to show me. I will, but when? not now. Well, when we move into the new place, it'll become more It'll urgent. be too late. <laughs> no, no, no. Right now, we've just let this place go to hell because I'm just like, it doesn't matter. We're moving. But when we move into the new place, you're learning some new life. You're gaining some life skills. I had this thought earlier That today. sounds like a threat. <laughs> I know. You're going to go to the, the Daniel Quantz Learning Annex. <laughs> Let's You're going to learn the quants method right. of organization. That does sound foreboding. Oh, it's not going to be pleasant. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I fully intended I it had this thought, Daniel. Huh. Where are we going to put our board games? And the funny thing is we don't have them. But if we did, I mean, maybe we have a few. But if we I did, where in, that, where, where in that place do you put board games? Um, good question. Well, there's, not there's a, a couple designated... closets that could be board game. Okay. I'm not sure we'll end I'm, up having a lot of board games, though. I know. I'm just saying I'm concerned about storage of items like board games in that house. Storage is an issue in the new place. The cabinets are all very shallow. Like, yeah. oh, it's a hint of cabinet. Huh. 
Yeah, like, we have a lot of shit. We're so it's just it. a lot to connect for. But we have an yeah, attic. So it can fit. I'm very excited about storing a lot of things in the attic. I haven't... Is it accessible? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, it doesn't have, like, stairs. Th- then no. I right. mean, not to me. No, no. You won't be able to get up in there. But I'm going to put a bed up there. A <laughs> <laughs> <little> TV. <laughs> what does it have? Like a pull-down ladder? No, I don't. It doesn't even not, have a ladder? No, you just got to bring your own ladder. B-Y-O-L. Cool. Yeah. Wow. And then pull it up behind you so that nobody can get up in there but you. <laughs> and then you'll forget. And then a week later, you'll be like, did I have a husband? And they'll just hear her knocking on the ceiling. Like, we have raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's going to live out his bad Ronald fantasy. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be tricky. There's a lot of things that are going to be tricky, but... We just won't, we won't play board games, honey. That's it's fine. We've literally never played a board game. <laughs> no. One year we played some game with Dice and Trevor <laughs> on New Year's one year, it's, right? It's called Dice and Trevor. It's <laughs> one of a kind. Uh, no, we played, I think one year um, we played... Uh, um, oh, the Jeopardy board Jeopardy. game. Yes. Jeopardy that was really game. fun. Yeah. That actually was fun. Yeah. All right. Dave Cross, no, not that one, says, I nonchalantly clean up after myself and others at restaurants and coffee shops, but a part of me is hoping the staff will see my good deeds and thank me from the bottoms of their hearts. That never happens. They will not. They will (laughs) never do that. I um, (laughs) used to work at the comedy club in Austin, and I would... bringing all the dishes and stuff and then like do all the dishes in the back you know, you're just back wow. there like peewee's big adventure earning your keep with the i didn't have to wear a hairnet but just spraying off all the dishes and loading them and then on, on and on and so then when i started working at the club and i'd have like a week where i was a comedian i would still bring dishes back and put them back at that space thinking like hey i'm helping them out a little bit maybe because this is what was so annoying is like putting the glasses and stuff on the sink part is fine but right up above you there in every kitchen in the world, there is a uh, it's kind of like uh, angled big tray that has a bunch of spots to put right. glasses in upside down. Right. So all you do when you come back, put them in there. So I would think like the staff, when I do this as a comedian, the next time I'm working, they're undoubtedly going to rather than just stack them there for me to load into the tray thing, they're going to put them in there. Not once. <laughs> they never did. Yeah. So finally, after like the fifth or sixth time that I did that, I was like, oh, I'm a comedian this week. I will not be helping at all. Right. But it's still nice what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. But they will not notice or care. No. Yeah. I would be doing it too with this like, look how wonderful I am feeling. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> it's kind of usually <laughs> the attitude you get. I not only want it from the staff, I want it from the people that I'm sitting with. I'm like, yes. I'll not let you guys, let, go, let me give you your plate and then. And you can, and then I'll go ahead and pre-bus it. And uh, everybody just seems slightly annoyed with me. They're like, they don't, <laughs> nobody cares. Does Stop it doing that. seem more like if you came over as a server and had to pick up five plates and done with that and then go on your way, does that seem more appropriate than, or if they had five plates already stacked up, like, you know what your job is. Right. <laughs> well, in that Because it seems helpful, but that would oh, seem weird. In that case, that seems rude almost. That just happened to me this weekend where a guy was coming to collect plates and, and some people were stacking the plates for him and- I kind of wanted to do it, but then I also thought, is is he going to go, I can do this. This is my job. I know what I'm doing. Like, I can, yeah. I can take care of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Need- I guess it maybe- It felt bossy to me. Yeah. yeah. That's how I think it would 
I'd perceive it. Well, well you, that's what I was going for. So that's good. Okay. Just <laughs> everybody here think I'm bossy? Terrific. Do you ever find, and this is going to be a very vague thing, but do you ever find yourself in a situation where you wonder if giving someone a tip is actually rude? Yeah. Because I feel like... Yes. But I... Anytime I've ever mentioned this, no one's ever confirmed... No one who would be on the receiving end of the tip has ever confirmed that, yeah, I would find that rude. Most people, it seems like, would just appreciate the tip. I think that's universal. I don't think anyone's ever been like, no, thank you. Unless right. they're really, really well off. And then, that I mean, how are you tipping like a CEO or something? That might be weird. <laughs> yeah. Once I was getting my tires rotated and this dude was just racing around doing all this heavy lift. There's a lot of manual labor yeah. and the place that I had purchased the tires that came with it. So it was totally free. Where I was like, I should give this dude five bucks. Aww. But then when he came over and handed me my keys, it was such like a blue collar, like that's my job. I felt like, oh, I've, it feels odd. If I gave him a tip, he's like, yeah. what are you doing? I'm a mm-hmm. man. You don't tip me. I'm doing man stuff. So I didn't. I just felt, but I still regret that one. Yeah, like, I don't need your hand, you know, your yeah, yeah. hand job. Your hand out. <laughs> <laughs> I was offering a pretty nice little hand job. <laughs> I feel like that happens all the time, and I can't remember any examples. I know. Yeah. It's funny. I think oftentimes it would. it feels weird if it's like, is it going to, it's almost like a power thing. Like if yeah. you tip someone, then you're in a position of power and maybe they were just doing you a favor or, mm. well, I don't know. I mean, like or, or I'm just, having trouble thinking of a circumstance where I'm wondering, but. I, I, I mean, I, I want to say that the this times this happens is when they're not necessarily in a service job. Right. Yeah. They're doing something and you're like. Yeah, like when you try and tip a cop for pulling you over. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're not into that. And they're like, that's a bribe, <laughs> sir. That is illegal. Hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. I also can't. Think or of like a at a, ho- I think I have, I've wondered at a hotel. Except I think in a hotel, everyone wants a tip. Yeah, yeah. But I have wonder. No, that's not a good example. I got a ride, really a courtesy ride from the rental car place, and I didn't tip him, and I thought I should have, but I had no cash, and so then I felt bad, and then I didn't because I forgot. Well, with car stuff, like David, what you said about. The guy's he just works for a living. He's he doesn't need to tip. But weirdly, when AAA comes, you feel like you're supposed to tip them. And if you ever do tip a AAA driver, they seem quite used to it. Yeah. Oh, I know. In in New York, the super of my building, who was this nice guy, came and like I don't know what it was. I forget what it was that he did, but I tried to tip him, and he's like like he wouldn't take it. And then I wondered like had that been insulting. Maybe. No, but you're supposed to give them a gift or something yeah. at the end of the year is the thing. Hmm. But he was very like, I, but he didn't seem insulted, but just like, no, 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 you don't need to, yeah. to do that. Know. Okay. I also think there's some, because I think it, you're right, everybody wants money. Everybody wants money. But I think some companies like, we don't accept gratuity. You right. say yeah. no. You yeah. say right. no, you have to say no three times. And then after that, you can say yes. Mm-hmm. So you're like, let's just go through this real quick. No, no, no. <laughs> and then I can take it. Thank you. Uh. Melissa Laferge says, whenever someone mentions their spouses or significant other, I automatically picture the opposite sex version of that person. (laughs) 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 That's funny. I never do that. But I did see a dog outside of a Ralph's the other day (laughs) tied up and it was like this mangy old, like it was not mangy, but it was just like, you know, scraggly. It looked like a stray almost, but it it was like all shivery and sad and it was tied to a thing. So it was somebody's dog, but it was just like, you know, I was just staring at it. I was waiting. I could see it out there and I was like, this is a little puppy. And then this woman came up and got him 
looked exactly like the dog, <laughs> like same strainy hair, same color. And I'm like, oh, the dog is groomed to look like this, mm-hmm. to look like her or something. I don't know. That was the weirdest thing. Anyway. Groomed with neglect, just like its owner. <laughs> yes. You would not look better than me, dog. Um, Shamina Perez says, when I was a child, I thought the song Putting on the Ritz was pudding. Yes, was putting on a Ritz cracker. Maybe because Ritz crackers used that song in an ad. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. Like putting on a, They were trying no, no, to sell no. pudding they, on Ritzes? No. They used the song putting on a Ritz. And they tap dance on oh, the Ritz. It was sharp. It yeah. It was a real good I feel commercial. like putting on a Ritz is wouldn't something work I would be well. into. You yeah. can dip a Ritz in pudding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cute. I like that. I try it. Yeah. Brendan says, call the strip of grass between the sidewalk and street a tree lawn. Hashtag only in Cleveland. Oh, I like that. I've never heard that. I like it, though. I do, too. I feel like are there other... There is another thing you can call it, though, right? It's a... um, Yeah, what is it called? uh, I've heard it. (laughs) Your dog keeps shit on my tree lawn. (laughs) I don't know what that is. (laughs) What are you... It's a little strip area. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I get it. Is it the easement? No. What is an easement? That's on the side, right? An easement sure. is if you get like a road that allows you to go through someone else's property. So you get like an easement to go to your place. Oh, like a theirs. flag lot. I think something yeah. to that effect. Yeah. Brian Williams says, but he, his name is Brian Williams, but not Brian Williams parentheses. No, not that one. Okay. Which it should be. So maybe it's mm-hmm. Brian. Maybe, so it might be the, that yeah, one. Yeah, is him. Ooh, fresh out of his helicopter. <laughs> Always lock the gas pump when pumping gas and sit in car or go inside. Ten years so far, no spill. Hashtag fingers crossed. Yeah, it knows. I don't know how, but it does. How does it know? Pressure. Pressure. I, um, this is like a couple of years ago, was there, and I had a car where... Because in California, you have to like push down on some of the pumps. Like you put it in and and you squeeze it. It won't just pump the gas. You actually have to like kind of push it down, right? Um, I think they got away from that now. So some still have it, some don't. Anyway, I what my car was would always reject the gas like it was done way before. Hmm. So I would have to like do it and then squeeze it. So I couldn't just rely on it knowing. Hmm. And... Um, one time I did it and it, it says it was done and I squeezed it and um, it just started to f- flood all over my head. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you topped off. Yeah, that was How do you handle those stress situations where you're like, click it and you walk two feet and you hear it stop, stop. pumping? Yeah. Eh, okay. And you go back and like readjust it and then you watch it for a second and it's doing okay and then you walk yeah. a couple feet. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> and, then, and then even if you sometimes you those they're real squirrely, you hold them and, and then it still, stops. And it, yeah, right. you have yeah. to like hold it just the. It's like yeah. those bowling ball carnival games. We have to get to go over the first hump <laughs> and not over the second. It's exactly like it that. sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. I had to fill up my tank one time, and that was happening to me. So I like filled it up just a few dollars. I'm like, I don't have time for this, and I left. You showed it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> went to a different gas station <laughs> the next day. Yeah, I can't stand that. That's the worst. So frustrating. I think if you work there, you would really be excited when someone pulled up to that pump. Like, there's probably a one in five chance that someone punches something they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. It'd be fun watching. <laughs> Definitely. And lastly, Sooner Magic says, 
Nothing takes me out of a movie or TV show more than when the character takes prescription pills straight from the bottle without water or chews them and they start to work immediately. Yeah, I recently read an addiction memoir, How to Murder Your Life by Kat Marnell. It was good. Uh, and she talked about being able to take Adderall, like she got to the point, or Ritalin or something, where she could take it without uh, needing a sip of water. Hmm. I've never, I can't even, some people will take Advil without water, not I. I can do it, um, unless it's too big and dry, like if it's just a big dry vitamin or something. I have these like um, gel cap, it's red yeast extract, or red yeast, whatever, it's for cholesterol, and um, they stick in my throat. So uh, one night I I took one and I'm walking Wendy and <laughs> and uh, I was like Ugh. and like all this red powder just goes <laughs> oh no <laughs> and then it was like yeah you got it in your mouth it was so <laughs> nasty so, so I stopped trying to um, I've always really identified with like when I'm working my crimes you know and I'm like. <laughs> Just really mulling it over, and I'll storm around my office, or maybe go for a stroll down the side. I'll, I'll pop one of my prescription pill bottles and kind of chuck one in, and mm. then keep mulling over my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I guess I've just never thought to check how many pills go in my mouth, or right. I never. I'm never thinking of water. I'm thinking about solving crimes. Of yeah, course. that's it. Usually, what I do is I just pour some Pepto Bismol in my glass of whiskey. Yeah, and then I'll just drink that in the morning. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, <laughs> classic tactic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my, my, uh, let's go ahead and call it a skill. My gift, uh, is to uh, a handful of pills, uh, like vitamins I take them all at once, but I have to have water. Wow. I, That's great. I yeah. started doing that a bit with like, I'm going to take four Advil at once. Uh-huh. Um, but I like lost my ability to do that now. And now I have, this is Daniel seen this every night for the last <laughs> long, long time. Oh my time. God. You're when you take a pill. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Would you like to explain it? This is this is my wife. This is a visual, but I'll try it. You guys can do it. So she, um, she'll squint her eyes. <laughs> well, I didn't, you're starting earlier than I thought. And she gets the pill and then she puts it in her mouth and then she goes. <laughs> <laughs> she does the autistic flappy hand thing? Yeah, so it's like yeah, a yeah. flappy hand like she's like I have to waving. shake my left hand in order to be able to swallow the pill. <laughs> I don't know why. In fact, I we were over at friends a friend's house last night. No, 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 Secretly do it. I was no. afraid that, yeah, I can't swallow without flapping my hand. I don't know why. It helps it go down. And these estrogen pills in particular really get caught in my throat. So it takes like five tries to, and they're tiny. I don't know why. But so I, so I wasn't going to chance not flapping, <laughs> flapping my hand. So I was, you guys were all on the couch watching TV, and I was in the kitchen. Secret, I hope there was a shadow flapping. being cast on the wall. Like, but yeah, I, I really do have to flap my hand as well. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. You know, that's it's like, like to distract a common, myself. Uh, human meme, like a trait that we all take on, usually from our parents, likely like our mothers. Yeah. Uh, or it could have been either, but I definitely remember my mom doing it more where you take a pill and then once you drink it, you like yes, throw your head oh, back. My yeah. parents both yeah. throw their head yeah, back. Totally unnecessary, but we all right. kind of like learned that behavior. Funny. And now potentially Elliot is going to flap his little it's always my left Never hand. Never let him see you take a pill. And just for your <laughs> listeners to get this, uh, what this, like, you keeping your hand real close to your body when you flap it, like little penguin. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, right there. It's like a little yeah, flapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you got to do that. You can't. You can't hold that in. That's how you get a hernia. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. If I held it in, my whole body would start shaking. Yeah. It's like yeah. Nemo from Finding Nemo. You know, with his little fin. Yeah, little flipper. <laughs> it's I, weird how because it started suddenly and now I always have to do it. It's a. It's. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little crazy. We met uh, one of my mom's extended family members years ago. He was pretty old at that point. And he had this weird thing where his throat was shrinking and he had to eat the smallest size bites of food. And he was really thin to begin with. And just like, oh, I'm just trying to eat as much as I can, but it's tough. You know, like his throat oh was gosh. basically closing so up. Weird. Oh boy. And so now anytime I go to swallow a pill and it doesn't make it, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> it's genetic. It's happening. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. It's a horrible thing. Have you seen this? The, there's a person on Instagram and it'll come up on the like, you would like, maybe it's just me. And this person, I think is Japanese, makes teeny tiny foods but it's like it looks oh, like yeah. the big foods so it's like it has little teeny tiny like skillet nice. and teeny tiny like make a teeny it's tiny really little cool. hammer so th- you know this person <laughs> can <laughs> eat like a market teeny for you. tiny yeah. and they have like tiny little oven and tiny little utensils yeah. <laughs> I'm into it yeah. also when I had my root canal that I talked about too much not root canal sorry crowns that I talked about too much they asked if I wanted Advil afterwards, and I said yes. And then she handed me the Advil and a little cup of water. And I'm like, uh-oh, I'm going to have to flap. <laughs> and I just did like a modified little flap. You should like... Um, just kept my hand down low. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you got to find a way to make it seem like cool. You know? I don't think it can. Yeah. You guys, this was delightful. Yay, Thank you team. for being on the show. Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? Find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. Cool as fuck. She fucking hates me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the watching hour. We're going to try to figure out what happened in the final episode of Westworld at some point. Great. Where well, do we, pe- you know we find that? Right I just don't like it. I'm going to record it. That's all. What? Where, does, where do people go for that, though? The watching hour? They can go to... Oh, wherever you find podcasts, probably. Up your butt. (laughs) (laughs) You can. I don't know. Renee, where do we find find you? (laughs) Where do we find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, at Renee Colvert. Instagram, Renee S. Colvert. Um, It really is my buddy Julie's podcast. Uh, I'm just there to ask questions, but she's got a new podcast called Cut Off Jeans about uh, cutting off a guy named Gene. It's a lot of fun. That was hilarious in the intro, Daniel. (laughs) Uh, And then, uh, can I pet your dog? Awesome. Yeah. David? My junk show returns July 8th, and I otherwise cannot be found. (laughs) (laughs) And I think a cool Patreon thing would be to uh, record the pill taking. It probably would be. Yeah. 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 I I need to do that. Hear me out. A t-shirt that says, oh, no, I'm going to have to flap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. It's going to be a, I think it's going to be a huge hit. I like that. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm going to have to flap. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The funny thing is that he likes saying no so much that he often says no when he means yes. He's kind of, I think, I feel like he's Uh-oh, figuring it out. That's though. really not good for consent. <laughs> yeah, he's figuring it out. Okay. Yeah. But I'll say, you know, I'll offer him food. No. And no. then he reaches out and gets it. <laughs> no. Um, You guys. 
AllisonRosen.com is where you go for everything. I have a book out. Go to AllisonRosen.com. And there's tons of places you can click that'll take you to Amazon where you can buy it. It's available in all formats, tropical attire, encouraged, and other phrases that scare me. Follow me on Instagram. I'm Allison Rosen on there and Twitter, Allison Rosen. And uh, I'm everywhere. And you can find all those places at AllisonRosen.com. Also, ringtones and uh, t-shirts and whatnot. Thank you guys for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.